Under the leadership of coaches Jack Beckett and Dave Cook, Indian River High School was a downstate boys basketball power throughout the 1970s. From 1971 through 1979, the Indians won eight Southern Division titles and one Henlopen Conference Championship and established themselves as one of the best programs in the state of Delaware. One thing that eluded the team, however, was a state championship, but all of that would change in the early 1980s. Welcome to part two of our retrospective on the Indian River High School athletic glory years of 1979-1980 and 1980-1981. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and access episode 34, which chronicles the success of the 1979 and 1980 Indian River football teams. Chris Shelton, who was our special guest in that episode, will join us again in a moment to talk about the boys' basketball team's journey to becoming one of the greatest teams in Delaware history. I'm Dave Mall, and this is the IRSD Spotlight. In 1978, the Indian River Indians, led by two-time All-State guard Wesley Townsend, advanced all the way to the Delaware State Boys Basketball Final. Townsend had broken the state career scoring record earlier that season, and the Indians were the tournament's Cinderella story. They played valiantly in the state championship game, but lost to a powerful Wilmington team by six points. Despite the defeat, Townsend finished his career with 1,802 points, a record that would stand for 10 years. He is still among the greatest players in school history and was inducted into the Delaware Basketball Hall of Fame in 2010. Two years later, at the beginning of the 1979-1980 season, it quickly became evident that Dave Cook's Indian River team was something special. Chris Shelton was a reserve forward on that team. Well, I, well, I was pretty much close to the sixth to seventh man coming off the bench. I played a lot of basketball, and it, it was pretty good because we moved up from uh, JV to varsity and, uh, in 79. So all of us pretty much stuck together since middle school. And it was, it was real exciting to play with a bunch of guys that know how to play basketball. The team had fine players in Matt Spence, Kevin Garrison, Juan Mitchell, and Cepeda Whaley. But its biggest weapon was All-State center Charles Rain. I, he, had, he had all the hype, him and Cepeda. And uh, he was the more powerful one that they had. But the guards that brought the ball down, they could shoot. So we just based everything around everybody on the basketball team. We, we played together mm -hmm. as a team. The Indians hit their stride in early January and ripped off 14 straight victories. They cruised to the Southern Division title with an 18-2 overall record. To Chris Shelton, the formula for success was a simple one. Uh, we just played basketball, you know. Mr. Cook always say, "Just, just play," you know. Win or lose, we just, we just play basketball. Just play smart. In the Henlopen Conference Championship game, the Indians would be matched against a Cape Henlopen team they had defeated by 22 points during the regular season. Indian River raced to an early nine-point lead before disaster struck. Rain was forced to leave the game with a muscle strain in his leg. Guard Kevin Garrison suffered a dislocated finger and would also have to leave. Shorthanded, the Indians couldn't keep up with a talented Cape team and were dominated the rest of the way, losing 77-63. to We know we could beat them, but we just 
couldn't get everything together, get it clicking, you know. And we had some younger guys that come in that probably play as as well as we did, but we just had to keep fighting. Cape had a good basketball team back then as well. Mm-hmm. They, and, was uh, in the, they was in the north and we was in the south. Rain's leg injury would hobble him for the entire state tournament. He played sparingly in a first-round game against Middletown, but the Indians escaped with a 74-70 victory thanks to 23 points from Matt Spence. With rain still limited, IR squeaked past St. Mark 66-63 in the quarterfinals, getting 18 points from Juan Mitchell and 15 from Kevin Garrison. In the semifinal against Concord, five Indians scored in double figures as IR rallied late to earn a 71-67 victory. After trailing most of the game, IR outscored Concord 29-18 in the fourth quarter to clinch a berth in the state final for the second time in three years. Chris Shelton noted that throughout the tournament, head coach Dave Cook and assistant coach Barry Lynch didn't let Rain's injury slow down the team's quest for a state title. We had enough people to play, and uh, Ms. Cook and Mr. Lynch say we just got to play without him. You know, we can do it. All we have to do is keep fighting. You know, we know... Eventually, we'll get him back and he get healthy again. That's what we were just trying to save him for, you know, get healthy for the the championship run, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the way it worked out. Was it a matter of, you know, with Charlie a little hobbled, were the rest of you guys consciously saying, okay, the rest of us have to step up and, and take care of this? Was that sort of the mentality of the team or did you not really think about it? Well, the thought process that he was our our big man and, and he, was, he was more in the middle and we operated off of him a lot. And Matt and Kevin and Jose, they were doing a lot of shooting. So we had to put stuff together and and trying to pick up a win. Mm-hmm. So if we know we can pick up a win, uh, you know, Charlie will get a little better. we just trying to help him along a little bit. Indian River would meet rival Kay Penlopen in an all-Sussex County championship at the University of Delaware Fieldhouse in Newark. It would be the team's third meeting that season, with each having won once. We was thinking it, it's going to be a good game, regardless, win or lose. But uh, we have more confidence that we can, we can beat them if we play team basketball. You know, Mr. Cook always had a theory. If we can't beat them, we got to outsmart them. So back in the day, we can talk a little trash and stuff like that because we know each other for many a years. And, and we played back and forth. They win, we win. And, you know, once you start playing and – you get that feeling of playing good basketball, see who can win. After a close first quarter, the Indians took control of the game in the second period and the early part of the third, building an 11-point lead. But a resilient Cape team kept battling and slowly chipped away at the Indian River lead. The Indians held a slim 66-65 lead and had possession of the ball in the final seconds when Cape's Vincent Daniels stole an errant pass and fed the ball to teammate George Miller, who put up a short jumper in the lane as the final seconds ticked away. Fortunately for the Indians, Miller's shot bounced off the rim with one second left, and Indian River was the state champion. With Rain still hobbled by his injuries and scoring just 10 points, Matt Spence led the way with 17 points, and Chris Shelton came up big off the bench, scoring 14. Yeah, it, it was it was a team effort. It was just it what it wasn't just me. It was everybody sitting on the bench. The fans, they believed in us, so we just had to make a go at it. Now, were you nervous when Cape got that last shot off? Everybody get nervous when when you get down by one or two, and and you look at the clock and it's and it's ticking. Everybody get nervous because you want that win. So. 
we, we, we had enough gas to pull it out. The state title was especially meaningful because it was Indian River's first in any sport since the school's formation in 1968. It made it real special because you look back at the great athletes that Indian River had back ever since 1968 on up to 81, 82, 83. They, they really had some brothers that come through that, that Wesley and Tony and they had uh, Gary Mitchell and and that's what sought the tune, you know, Willie Marsh and, and Fatal Jarman. I can name a lot of them, but they 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 paved the way for us and and and, and made us better basketball players because we played with them on the street too. So they made us a little better. That the victory came against one of Indian River's biggest rivals also made it especially satisfying. Yeah, we, 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 we know them guys for many years. We played JV and middle school against them. So a lot of us was friends, out, you know, out, outside of school. And uh, so that's what made it more interesting so we can play against each other, see who was the best. What was scary to the rest of the Delaware high school basketball community was that Indian River would return almost its entire team for the 1981 season. This included Rain, Spence, Garrison, Jose Turlington, and Shelton, who would play a larger role on the team. Well, we just expect the the lead off where we left off the in '80. You know, just play basketball. You know, to see what we got. You know, we had some more guys come up from JV, Rudy and Marvin Chinho, and and some more come up, and we just had to put everything together. You know, and and work hard at it. Were you thinking? Another state championship at that point? No, nah, we, we don't think that far ahead. We just got to play one game at a time, see how far we can go. The Indians again roared through the regular season, compiling a record of 18-2 and and winning the Southern Division title. One of the highlights came late in the season when Indian River faced Maryland power Chris Field in a non-conference game at the Wicomico Youth and Civic Center in Salisbury. Playing before a raucous crowd, the Indians were in control most of the way, building a 14-point lead by early in the fourth quarter and holding on for a 60-51 victory. Charles Rain scored 20 points and wowed the crowd with several highlight reel dunks that were replayed on the local television news that night. Chris Shelton chipped in 16 points in the victory, which proved that Indian River was more than just a Delaware powerhouse. It was called like uh, Battle of the Bays, I guess they called it, and... Uh we had to figure out where we were going to play it. They played it at the Civic Center, so we know they was good, and they, they heard about us. We was good, so when we first started, jump ball, and we run up down the floor a couple of times, we, we, we know we could win after we hold them down a little bit. But Charlie just went on, did his job. Matt did his, and Kevin, Jose, I did, Rudy. All, everybody pitched in and, and did their job real good. And uh, was that a, was that a pretty sweet win though? I know everybody was like, you know, Maryland, Delaware, all this stuff. How sweet was it to go in there and win that? And it it was good. It was just letting everybody know that uh, Delaware still is the first state, so you got to come through us to get anywhere else. <laughs> Chris but, uh, Field found that out. Didn't yeah, they? they 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 found that out. They they had good players back then too, but uh, it was just that we was we we had a lot of confidence in ourselves that we can really beat them. In the Henlopen Conference Championship game, Indian River once again faced Cape Henlopen and once again lost, this time by a single point, 67-66. But the Indians righted the ship in the state tournament, easily defeating Dickinson and A.I. DuPont in the first two rounds. 
In the semifinal, IR outlasted Concord 74-66 to advance to the state final. Rain, Spence, Shelton, and Turlington all scored in double figures. Spence provided the game's signature play by hitting a half-court shot at the first-quarter buzzer. Rain and Spence also pulled down 19 and 14 rebounds respectively as the Indians earned a return trip to the state final. A defense of their title was only one win away. Indian River's opponent in the championship game at Delaware Fieldhouse would be Howard, an upset winner over Cape Henlopen in the other tournament semifinal. The game was a defensive struggle from the outset as Howard managed to keep Rain in check on the offensive end. The Indians trailed by nine points late in the first half, but used its defense and rebounding to slowly whittle away the deficit. After taking a 29-20 lead in the second quarter, Howard would manage just four field goals the rest of the way. The man of the hour would be none other than Chris Shelton, who scored 20 points and grabbed 10 rebounds. Ten of his points came in the fourth quarter. He would be the only Indian River player to score in double figures. With the Indians still trailing after three quarters, Shelton scored IR's first three baskets of the final period, one off a steal and two others on long jump shots. Matt Spence converted a three-point play to tie the game at 41 with five minutes remaining, and later, with Indian River trailing by a point, Shelton rebounded his own miss and hit a short jumper to put his team ahead 46-45 with one minute and 14 seconds left. The Indians would never trail again, and Shelton rebounded a Howard miss with 17 seconds left to ice what eventually became a 48-47 victory. The Indians were state champions for a second straight year. It was, it was hard, and we just had to keep fighting. And uh, we, we know we can do it. We just had to put it all together and, and uh, just play the best basketball we ever played in our life because we, we know we want to win another championship, so... We fought hard. Did you did you personally like you know coming down the fourth quarter with the fourth start of the fourth quarter? You guys had gotten back into it, and it was you know you had a chance there. Were you, were you thinking you know I got to step up my game here and and and? Well, they, that halftime they got on me for a reason. Uh, I don't like to get into a lot of it, but they told me go ahead and start playing basketball. I said, well, <laughs> it, it'll work, but uh, it, it was a team effort. So once I got in that zone. Tell you the truth, I can't remember too much because I couldn't hear nobody, and I was just focusing on basketball. And the only person I do remember was Mr. Smack. He had this Indian bonnet on, and he was in the corner, and that was the only thing I could see, that Indian bonnet. And I couldn't hear nobody talking. I couldn't hear the crowd. I just played basketball. Well, you got, I think with about a minute, a minute or so left, you took a shot, missed it, got your own rebound, and scored. And that gave Indian River the lead for good. Do you remember anything about that play? I don't remember too much about it, but it was pretty exciting. I, I, I remember at the end it was running down, and I had to go through the, to the foul line again and shoot another foul shot. And I was a pretty good foul shot shooter. So I made both of the foul shots. And after that, the game was over, and we bought home another championship. Chris was one of three IR players, along with Rain and Spence, to have double-digit rebounds, as the Indians out-rebounded Howard 37-23. Chris also hit 10 of his 16 shot attempts. In the end, Indian River accomplished one of the hardest tasks in sports, to repeat as a champion. Yeah, it was, it, it was great because we know uh, if we didn't do it then, that, that was that's, it's our last year, so we wanted to go out with a bang, and we did, so... Not many people get to do that, do they? Yeah, not, not many schools get to do it.
Yeah. Were you proud of, of the way you played in that game? I mean, is that is that one of the highlights of your career in general, your athletic career in general? Yeah, that that, that was pretty much, they, they said, go ahead and play basketball, and I know I can play. I went great, but I, I did what I had to do, and they, they, they pushed me all the way. Yeah. Now I want to show you something. I found an old article about you, Chris, in the in the when the Wilmington News Journal the day after that game they did a separate story just about you, and the headline is Shelton emerges as IR main man in new title tale, and I thought you would like to see that. <laughs> man, I ain't, I ain't I ain't seen this. Huh. That's a good one. I was, it was a team effort, uh, you know. I wish they had the team. That's this not me. It was all of us did a, a good job. Bring home another title and the fans went crazy, you know. When we come down back, bro, I ain't seen so many people in my life. <laughs> almost like we won a Super Bowl or something. <laughs> now, uh, you keep mentioning it was a team game. For both of those years, though, was that something that was the key to that for, you know, for 80 and 81? Yes, because if you play individual basketball, a lot of people weren't about how many points they scored, how many rebounds they got. You know, Mr. Cook always told us, don't worry about how many points you make or nothing like that. As long as we get a win, that's what counts. How much was uh, Dave Cook a factor in, in all that um, as far as, you know, getting you guys to that level? Uh, he, 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 he was a great coach. He was one of the best ones that we had coming up, him and Barry Lance. They didn't take no jump from us. And, uh, they made us better. They was on us 24-7. 1980 and 1981 were phenomenal seasons for the Indian River boys basketball team. The Indians had a combined record of 44-6 and and still stand as one of just six Delaware schools to win back-to-back state titles, with Sanford accomplishing the feat three times. Charles Rain was named first-team All-State in 80 and 81 and went on to play collegiately at Temple University. After a slight drop-off in the mid-1980s, Indian River again became a state power under coach Pat Kelly, winning eight more Southern Division titles and five conference championships. They advanced to the state semifinals twice, suffering narrow losses in 1990 and 1991. But the 80 and 81 teams remain the only state basketball champions in school history. For Chris Shelton, it's a special distinction. Yeah, I, I looked back and said, well, we all did good. We, 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 we fought. And, and, and you look back, you could tell your kids we won championship and and. When all of them have kids, you want your kids to win a championship, and, and that's what you look forward to. And and names always come up that oh somebody broke a, a somebody title for most points. I tell them you can you can break the points record, but championships you got to win them. You earn them, and they always talk about championships. No matter how many points you scored. They always talk about championship. Years later, fans still talk to Chris about the success of Indian River's basketball and football teams during those glory years. Yeah, it's, it's real surprising. A lot of people ask where Charlie, Jose, Kevin, Matt, and some of the older guys, and we try and figure out where they are, and we start, yeah, this one here, that one there, that one here. You see them? Uh, sometimes we do, you know. But it, it, they always say, well, I remember the sh- championships. That's all they said, championship basketball, championship ten. And, and we just start naming off people, and, and some of the older people saying, "Well, I know Charlie, and they're trying to figure out everybody else's name if you don't have your name on your shirt or nothing like that." But it, it's good to hear the old people talk about the championships we won back in the day. 
In 2015, Chris's athletic exploits at Indy River High School earned him induction into the Delaware Afro-American Sports Hall of Fame. I just like playing sports. Just like play football, baseball, basketball. <laughs> they had tennis. I played that. Swimming, golf, you name it, I play it. You know, it was just something I wanted to do. When Chris arrived to record this podcast, he brought with him a green jacket with the Indian River logo, his name, and the number 25 on the front. On the back was an embroidered basketball surrounded in gold lettering by the words Indian River State Champions, 1980 and 1981. Record, 44-6. 38 years later, the memories live on. I was in elementary school during Indian River's run of football and basketball success from 1979 to 1981, and Chris was one of my heroes. When playing football on the sandlot or basketball on the playground, my friends and I would always pretend we were Chris Shelton, David Long, Harold Harmon, Charlie Rain, and Matt Spence. These were our idols, and the memories they gave us have lasted a lifetime. I want to offer a special thank you to Chris Shelton for taking the time to share his personal memories of these glory days with our listeners. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through iTunes or by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. It is also available through several mobile podcast apps. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District. Until then, remember that Indian River truly is a model of excellence.